god. <laughs> what'd you say? What'd you, what are you gonna do to Anna's head, Lori? What'd you say? <laughs> to rubber band that microphone right to her head. Well, <laughs> that could be a problem. <laughs> Hi, we're back. Whoa. Yes, we are. Yes, we are indeed. Hey. Listen and learn or not, it's the podcast with, uh, which really, yeah, we, if you can get one thing out of it per episode, then Half we're happy, thing, right? <laughs> and with with Lori here, thankfully, it, it's, you're guaranteed to get at least one thing when you have you know her life tip of the day, yeah. because it's so good, you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. You're going to love today's. So, okay, we can't good. wait for uh, Life Coach Lori's life tip of the day. My name's AJ. I host the afternoon show here in Seattle on Warm 106.9, Mark Coney winning. Yes, one hundred six point nine. That is amazing. Uh, yes. That is Anna D. She is the master of all trades within the Radio Ranch, and Lori Hardy does traffic. She is a life coach. She has a book. She has a podcast. She's a big deal, and we love having her with us. Now about the Marconis. Yeah. Okay. Now with this, most people don't understand the importance of a Marconi Award. That's right, and we endearingly call it the Macaroni. The Macaroni <laughs> Award. Now the the Marconis the are basically. Is it fair to say they're like the Oscars of the radio world? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's a fair that's right analogy, on. right? Mm-hmm. So you have radio stations all over the country that are competing for these Marconi Awards, and mm-hmm. five or six get nominated for different size markets. Uh, and we won the best adult contemporary radio station in the entire country. Isn't that awesome? And it was it was a great deal because there were some phenomenal stations that were uh, nominated with us. We have been nominated before, but actually never won. So, you know, we like to congratulate ourselves, pat on the back. And, of course, our fearless leader, Ron Harrell, our program director. um, And he's been with us now for about three years, I think it is. Maybe a little over three years. Well, time just flies. And uh, it's just a a really a tribute to everyone here. We have such a great staff, and I'm proud to be a part of it. And with you guys as well, a big part Mm -hmm. of it as well. So congratulations Congratulations to you ladies as well. All of us. Did you guys happen to see his um, acceptance speech? I did not. Oh my gosh, we gotta go. You gotta go to Ricky. He okay. had it recorded. It was an amazing speech. I'm. I was just blown away. I mean, so I somebody did this. record it. I was hoping yeah, somebody would have gotten it. I'm. I'm surprised it wasn't on Facebook or something. That's but maybe Ron didn't want it on Facebook. <laughs> he's pretty humble. Yeah, he yeah, is he's humble. Mm-hmm. And when he's up there, like in front of, it was like the Oscars, like you said, up yeah. on stage. He was just killing it. Good deal. <laughs> awesome. He killed it. I'll have to check that up. Maybe we can mm-hmm. upload it to YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure we have yes. to ask Ron first. Mm-hmm. It'll go viral. Mm-hmm. So what's going on, ladies? Uh, anything happening in the world? Oh, my goodness. Look I at know. that. I know. They're still, remember, they were washing last week. They're still washing those it windows. It shocks you every time. It, well, it's just, it's not every day. We are, we're in a building that, we're on the fifth floor, but we sit on top of, of a pretty big hill. Yeah. So we're up high. The building is high. Mm-hmm. And we have these big glass windows, which we're, we're looking at and we're in the studio these big glass windows are right on us and it's not every day that you see a giant thing going up and down (laughs) and they're cleaning the windows and it kind of startles you for a second it's like oh okay and you know i was in doing one one year uh, i was doing mornings and the only thing I saw were these two flashlights because it was dark outside still and they were already getting started so I saw these two bright lights that were like 
two feet away from me. I'm like, what in the hell is that? And it scared me. Like I had to turn the lights off. So you know when you're you know when it's bright inside and it's dark. Like I don't want him to see me. I don't know what the hell this thing is. So I turned the lights off and I saw and I saw the uh, what is that thing called that they stand in the safety platform, platform, whatever that goes up and down. And I I saw what it was. I was like, oh, whoo! I feel much better now. But I didn't I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what the thing. Here we are, you know, a hundred feet up at least, and you see these two flashlights shining in on you. Like so like, airplane. <laughs> so that was that. They probably cracked up seeing you just turn off the lights. Oh, they probably like, did because I, I, I probably jumped guy. about three feet too. When I turned around, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I looked around, so I was like, oh. <laughs> man, oh man, oh man! I'm a scaredy cat, especially this time of the year too. You know, Halloween, Halloween. coming up, and mm-hmm. you're watching those scary movies. Scary. Aren't you gonna make a costume for you and Max this year? Um, Is that, wasn't that the plan? We have been going back and forth, and Max has had this. Uh, my four year old, uh, he's had this thing in his head since at least eight or nine months now, almost since last Halloween. He wants to be a robot, and then the robot turned into be a zombie robot. <laughs> so my wife's going to make the robot costume, and then he's like, well, how can I be a zombie? I said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we have you have your robot costume, and we'll just simply get zombie makeup. Neat. And then you can just be your little robot, whatever my wife's going to do to make that outfit. Which will be awesome because she I don't know how she, she does, does it, but she does it. She, her thing is to make the costume every year. I think it's a pain in the ass, but <laughs> that's that's what that's what she did growing up, and she mm-hmm. likes to do that stuff. She has Tradition. the patience, mm-hmm. yes, and I'm fine with that. I was like, you do it. Yeah. You do you. You do you, boo, <laughs> and I'll do me. I'm going to go to the Goodwill store and find the costume and just put it on. I'll just take it off the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> and fork up the money. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. I think we're all going to be zombies, I guess. Zombies I is pretty it. easy. It's fun. It's easy because yeah. you just put makeup on, blood, you know, splatter, tear up your clothes a little bit. And go, oh, <laughs> well, you do that anyway. That's pretty much what I do. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I just kind of, I just kind of moan and groan and rumble. <laughs> That's just me every day. I wear yeah. my Halloween costume every day to work. Well, yesterday you were at uh, King Five Studios, yes, collecting food. Yes, and so I was directing people down there, saying, "Be sure and stop by, and you'll know who AJ is because." He'll be the one jumping all around. Oh, yeah. I was bouncing around, <laughs> oh. getting ready for the game yesterday, the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. We were doing a uh, Seahawks uh, tailgate party, and then we were collecting for the home team harvest, and that's uh, where we're locally here in the Pacific Northwest trying to feed families that are hungry. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of families that are hungry uh, you know, all over the place, yes. but especially up here. So that's what we started. We started that campaign, the home team harvest uh, with King 5. That that actual, the big event that we do in various locations all over the Sound is going to take place on December 7th. That's where, you know, we're in like north, south, east, west, and all these events are taking place on this big giant day. And we're taking donations, cash donations, uh, perishable, non-perishable food item donations. Uh, and we're, we're trying to raise, this year our goal is 7 million meals. Now, last year we wow. almost got to 6 million, mm-hmm. uh, but we've had such a greater awareness over the past year. Uh, with this event, so we're hoping to get seven million meals. You know what? Oh, has it been getting higher that number? Like, yeah, every year, year, every year it gets higher. Is it, it because that's the, how many? This will be our third year. The first year, our goal was four million, mm. or five million, and the last year it was six million. Then this year it's seven million. Oh, 
So every year it's been going up, and then we've looked at the stats because they've been doing it. King Five's been doing it for longer, and it has been. It started out small, and now it's grown and grown mm-hmm. and grown. And we do more events uh, as well around you know beforehand. And what's beautiful about that is kids can get involved. Oh yeah, and it gives them the sense, mm-hmm. you know, when when people get to give. Mm-hmm. It makes them feel good. And that's not why we do it, to feel good. But it is amazing when we have an opportunity to Mm -hmm. give. And sometimes we just need that opportunity, right? And so it's a way to let people know and then invite them to be part of it. And, I mean, I know you do this with Max. You're Mm -hmm. very big on teaching him about giving to others. And we're going to do more of that. I want to do more of it. And now that he's getting to be that age, we're going to start to do more because he's starting to understand that. Last year, it was as simple as just he was three and it was as simple as us bringing, like, two big bags of food. We went to – it was before we went to the football game, before we went to a Seahawks game, we had a, a little uh, station set up there with King Five and, our, and our, our partner, and we just brought cans of food, and I told him why we were bringing the food. I told him what we got to do, take them out of the bags, put them in the box, and then those boxes are going to go to the people that don't have the food, the kids mm-hmm. and their moms and dads. Some people don't have the money to pay right. for food, so we have to help them. And he understood that, mm-hmm. and he just put it in the box, and he felt really good. That's and he got so to cool. tell mom what he did afterwards, and mm-hmm. you know, and that was that's just something that we're going to build on. Like yeah. you said, it, it makes you feel good, and you're helping others too. Yeah. Most important. And then also after the fact, volunteering. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us don't maybe have the money to give, mm-hmm. but we can volunteer and help sort. And I know your kids have been really big on doing that, Anna, mm-hmm. and it's such a great experience yeah, for yeah. them to. Well, it's a good experience and that, you know, as they get older and keep on doing it, that the awareness that more and more people are getting homeless and it's just, you can make, you can help like just people right next door to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's that close. The problem is that close. And, um, and they're becoming more and more aware that even kids their age get homeless and it's so sad. And this, I mean, we don't, I don't talk to him about this, but mm-hmm. we ourselves, I mean, if God forbid, if something happens, we you lose your job, mm-hmm. we're not too far off from being in that position. Most mm-hmm. people are one or two paychecks away. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's a pretty scary thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's it's so, you know, you, a lot of times you think of, oh, it was just people that, uh, you know, did drugs or did this to themselves or that to themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, it's just a very mis- un, you know, unfortunate circumstance that can happen to so many of us. Yeah. You know, exactly. Especially in this day and age. At the day center, I would always tell the ladies, they would be like, I can't take that. Somebody else needs it more than mm-hmm. me. And I would always say, you know, you today, somebody else tomorrow. It's like mm-hmm. we all have a time when we're in need. And it doesn't matter um, who you are. You can always help somebody else. And to be a good receiver, mm-hmm. to accept help graciously, mm-hmm. it's really hard. But it when we accept help graciously, the people that are helping they get blessed because mm-hmm. right. so often it's, you know, if you've been okay and then you run across rough times, it's easy to go, oh, no, no. And, you know, put your, your walls up, but being able to be humble and say, okay, I'll accept that help. Mm-hmm. That blesses other people and it helps you be better about giving too. Yeah. <laughs> it really is a good feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, a, it, it feels good to know you're doing something for others and it just kind of just makes you feel good all over. And it's nice to know, like when you are doing these things, to know what's ex- available. You mm-hmm. really learn what's available to you in mm-hmm. case something happens. Yep. Those food banks amaze me. All mm-hmm. our food banks here in the Pacific Northwest are amazing. Mm-hmm. There's some in Bellingham we've worked at, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they just get so much, so many clients yeah. and people not knowing 
the what's available at those food banks. And there are a lot of things available. Yeah, my son is a recovering addict. He's been uh, clean and sober for about a year. And the first thing that you want addicts to do is to volunteer. Mm-hmm. And so he's been volunteering at this church at their food bank. And he goes around on Saturdays, picks up the food from, you know, these kind of high-end restaurants, mm-hmm. and then the next day they sort them, and then oh, Monday they so open awesome, up Lori. for the community. That's really good. You know, and it's like he said, you know, there's a lot of seniors. They have mm-hmm. money, yeah. but they, you know, they don't really have food. And so it, you know, it makes him feel really good because he's he's doing a work, and then he sees that it's helping others. Good for him and good for you. I know you've uh, you, you shared quite a bit with, with your son, and it's so nice to see him at that level right yeah. now. So. Um, I was one of the note. Is there a place like for like Halloween candy donations for kids who are less fortunate? Like, would I just go to a food bank to bring Halloween candy to kids that can't trick or treat, or is that a thing? Because I was wondering to myself, I was like, well, wonder, you know, for kids that don't trick or treat or can't trick or treat, is there a place we can bring Halloween candy to? Or well, here's one of my thoughts: is a lot of churches do a big uh, trunk the or trunk treat. One, yeah. And so oh. it's a place that's open for all kids. So maybe kids that don't have parents, they can still go there. Yeah, and so, something like that. Yeah, I know our church has big big uh, tubs out where they have everybody bring, so everybody gets candy. Okay. And so that's a good place to help out. Yeah, but um, I think that there are, you know— organizations, even like the mall, you've done the mall, right? Where yeah. They yeah, open funny. up so that kids, every kid can go. And, you know, I think that that's really amazing, plus the whole safety thing. So sure. I think yeah. finding a place, a church or a event might be a good idea. And okay. if somebody else has an idea, they should let us know. I said should. Should. <laughs> she's shooting again. Stop shooting. They can let us know. <laughs> now, Halloween, well, we are just coming up with three weeks away, oh. three weeks Uh-oh. plus. Uh, and what I'm thinking about doing on our social media accounts is having like a Halloween candy tournament, like oh, to vote for uh, the Pacific Northwest favorite Halloween candy. <laughs> and every week I'm going to put on a Facebook poll and we can start it here, um, you know, two Halloween candies or two candies and, you know, candy bar or whatever and, and have people vote which one they like. And then that moves on to the next round and so on and so forth. And there's going to be a tournament of like 20 and this week, we're starting out with uh, Milky Way. You remember the Milky Way candy oh, bar? Oh, yeah. And the Butterfinger? New mm. So Ooh, the Butterfinger. Milky Way versus the Butterfinger. Mm. If you had to vote, which one do you oh, like better? definitely Milky Way. Butterfinger's so... Okay. Gross. Which I, I, uh, sorry, Anna. I would choose Butterfinger. You'd choose the Butterfinger? No yeah. better, nobody better no. lay a finger on my Butterfinger. <laughs> I... Believe it or not, I've never had a Butterfinger. What? I have never tried a Butterfinger. <laughs> I so know what your favorite is. I would vote for the Milky Way just uh, of the unknown, but I think mm-hmm. I am going to try a Butterfinger just so I can Ooh. try it. Okay. It'll get so, stuck in your teeth a little bit. That's going to be uh, on our Facebook poll today. It's going to give you cavities. Don't do it. Yeah, but yeah. it lasts a little longer because it sticks in your teeth. Right? The butter, okay. So we know the Milky Way has the caramel and the nougat and the chocolate. Right? Yeah. And then the Butterfinger is a uh, crunchy one. Okay, right? remember the old days that it was called a chicken bone? It was a candy that was a chicken bone. Do you no. remember that? Oh my what? gosh, am I dating myself? It was like, it what? was, yeah, it was anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, wait a minute here. Put oh, me out here, go. you guys. A it, chicken bone that it was, was. Yeah, and, and, and it had that kind of crunchy stuff in the middle. It, it, it sounds disgusting. I it was know. awesome. Chicken bones? Yeah, I think it was called chicken was bone. It, was the or... shape of a chicken bone? No, no. It was just like, looked like a cigarette kind of. It was just a <gasps> long skinny. 
<laughs> oh, now I'm going to have to Google. Google chicken bone oh, no, candy. Man. Anyways, right. it okay. has that in the Here, center. Here's what a Butterfinger tastes like. Do you remember those? There's square um, peanut butter, fake peanut butter crunchy things that you, you chew. And then it, be, it wanted to simulate the taste of peanut butter, but it wasn't successful. Oh, Bulk. she's showing her a You don't remember those? I don't remember. I'm looking bones. at a picture. The it's chicken really bones. a thing. I'm so glad because I was like, I maybe. Is it currently a thing? I, oh, I, no, I don't remember those. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't remember the chicken bone candies. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, wow. Do you, but Andy? It's, it's, it, it's kind of, gu- it's not gummy. It's hard, but then it, it sticks in your teeth. Oh. Now, I remember like they were, I remember some, I think. They oh, were they were they they were orange. Yep. I saw some orange mm-hmm. ones, but they looked more like uh, peanuts. Yeah, but they're called oh, yeah, chicken bone. But the, uh, it's like that. AJ. I think like I do that. remember but those actually. Covered. It's like this. Peanut things you're talking about, but chocolate covered. Yeah. Well, there was no <laughs> chocolate on these candies. It, they, yeah. I remember the orange, and but they that's were what a Butterfinger would there, do. And see, they were soft. Yes, there it is. It's orange, and it's an Idaho Spud. Uh, yeah. See, do you remember no, those? No, I don't remember those. This was a different texture. You bite in. The, this is just the outside, and the inside is that butterfinger. See, the, yeah. the one I'm thinking about was these, they were little orange, they were like an inch long, and you bit, they were, they were spongy. They were kind of spongy, oh, oh, yeah, and they I'm, tasted like orange, and I they don't looked like, like peanuts. Oh, yeah, no. And I didn't care for them, but yeah. I ate, I remember them as a kid. Thing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that is so gross. What's yes, gross? they were pretty gross, oh, but yeah. I, I remember eating them as a kid. They didn't I tried even it. taste like peanuts. No, like, no, no. They no just, not they, even they, an attempt to. It's like orange. I think they looked orange like, cream. yes, they were orange, and then they, they looked like a peanut, but it was like sponge. And yeah. I don't know why. I remember eating them. There. Yes, I I but I never had the uh, the chicken bones, Lori. I don't know. So will uh, will candy corn make then, make your list of options? Candy corn is disgusting. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> it will make the list. It is going to be in the tournament. I can't reveal all the candies oh, in the I tournament. See. It's I a secret. One. But this week it's Milky Way versus Butterfinger. So okay, okay. Yes. Here's one I really miss. I don't think anybody does this, but it is people used to have these popcorn balls and then wrap them up in yeah. these color. Transparent. Yes, I do remember wrappers. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that was homemade or what, but I miss those. Yeah. Well, now because the you pop- can't yeah, really I do handmade, people will yeah. throw that away. I do remember yeah. those. They had the different decorations. Uh, yeah. The wrappers mm-hmm. were colors. They had some like Dracula faces and Frankenstein. Yeah. 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 It was so yeah, much those fun. Were I never fun. ate them, but it was nice to get them <laughs> in, you, our, in our bags. And did you ever find anything <laughs> in your candy? People. Like, huh? did you ever find anything in your candy or a, like a lace? Oh, like a razor blade? Yeah. My first years, no. I grew up in Seattle, and we went door to door, and none. There's not one person I can think that had that kind of a thing. I never happen. did either. Yeah, I mean, who does that? Come well, on. Well, it happens. It I know does. it happens. I guess, but that's just really you got to be really a, an evil person. But in this day and age, really, you know, we don't want our kids knocking on doors, which is so sad because yeah. it was a neighborhood thing. So I like it that different churches uh, do mm-hmm. these kind of events. And it's not, they're not proselytizing. They're right. not trying to convert anyone. They're just trying to make a safe place. And that's, I remember my mom and my dad distinctly. They were all, they always, before you dig in there and eat, let's dump it out and check it. We got to check right. it, make sure, you know, everything was sealed up properly. And I couldn't eat it until they checked it. And that was Good back, parents. you know, a long time ago. Yeah. And we're doing the same thing with Max. You know, we don't, 
no eating it until we look at it, make sure everything's okay in there, and then we go from there. And then when he goes to bed, do you go in and eat all his oh, candy? Oh, there's a there's oh, a parent tax. There's a parent tax. <laughs> Mom and Dad, we have we have a parent tax. <laughs> it's seventy four percent. Well, maybe not quite that high. All, but there's a parent the, tax. All in the guise of keeping him from cavities. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's for your protection. Mm-hmm. So we got the weekend coming up here. Uh, any big plans for you? I'm going to a rock show. Oh you know, God. I'm kind of, I'm, I'd say I'm a rock hound, but I haven't really gone out rock hounding. I just. What do you consider a rock show? Uh, it, people that like. Van Halen? Yeah. Right. Right. No. Rocks. Oh, oh that you a rock concert, like a rock show, like a concert. You guys, you're so radio. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for radio. And you're, you're talking about actual rocks, like oh, you yes. pick up on the on the beach? Like yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I love- We were way off, I love, And I have a rock tumbler. In my rock tumbler, the first batch, they didn't come out too shiny, so I, I did something wrong. But you can go, and they have, like- all kinds of different rocks that they've gone and dug up, and now they need, they have too many they want to get rid of. So you can buy like jasper and different. Of course, we should have known that's what it was. Because oh, cool. my first thought when Lori said a rock show, I was like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "Where are you going, Lori? Where'd that come from? I don't picture you being a rocker, but cool." What show? Me and Pam. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, so Pam's so our so resident what you're rocker. Is like getting rocks and then you shine them yourself with your tumbler. Yeah, that's right? what I do. And yeah. but I've already always got my own rocks, and so now I'm gonna go and look and see what they have and maybe buy some. Whoa! It's in Marysville. It's the Gem Rock and Gem Show. It's the Rock Club in Marysville. Fantastic. Washington. Do, do, do people t- make a lot of money from after you've polished mm, these things? Not really. It's I a see hobby. Them in a lot of places. It, well, and, and they're they're they get sold. Yeah, and and it's a hobby. And now they've got the girl the cups uh, Girl Scouts. The brownies are doing this. They're learning how to polish rocks Aww. as a fundraiser. Nice. So they're learning kind of a something that they can you know enjoy and. Rocks are fun. You know my fun plans for the weekend are? What? I figure out what's what the hell's wrong with my dishwasher. Because <laughs> oh. the dishwasher's not working. And he's the unhandy man. Wait, All right, listen. Are you, you ready for bought? this? Oh, yeah. Ready for oh, this? Oh, no. This is the, the joys of home ownership. Hashtag joys of home ownership. <laughs> I, my dishwasher that I bought two months ago is uh, not working. No. You got the display model, so it's probably not warranty. Yes. It, well, it is warranty. Oh, it, it, not from Best Buy where I bought it. Uh, I didn't get the extra protection, but I did. There is a one-year factory warranty mm. through uh, the company that made the dishwasher because I contacted them. Good. Oh, okay. So I just got to give them the serial number and all that stuff. So it's, it really shouldn't be a big deal. Everything's covered. But I'm having a problem where I don't know if you guys ever had this in any of your houses. Uh, just one of our faucets in the bathroom, the water is brownish. Oh, it's like no. tan. It's like tan. It's not like real brown. It's just like you could tell. It's like are you in Flint, Michigan? Nah, oh. no, but it, it's so weird because none of the other water faucets are doing that. Mm-hmm. Even the sink in that bathroom, the water is perfectly clear and clean, but in the bathtub, when we're filling up the bathtub, we were giving Max a bath and we mm-hmm. noticed the brown, it was like a brown tint in the water. Does it smell? No, it doesn't smell at all. I even took a shower just to see, you know, and it, it feels- I did notice you have a tan. I yeah. Have, yeah, I got a little tan tint to me from the brown water. So I don't know what uh, what's going on with that. So we got to figure out what the heck is going. Is you it, guys, do you think it's from the pipes? Or uh, you, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, uh. depending on where it comes from. I lived in a house where we had uh, a well, and when it got low, all of our water, but all of it, not just one yeah. faucet, was br- it was disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is just like light, it's like a tint hmm. to it, and 
we don't have a well. But I mean, it's I don't know if it's pipes or what, but it's all it's it's one thing after another. Being a homeowner, if you if you yeah. up, can't do it, oh. if you don't if you can just rent rent. Yeah. So yeah, do you, no what, what do you do? Them. Do you call a plumber? Do you get the water tested? What do you do? Well, Stop that's freaking. You gotta, <laughs> I, well, I gotta call. You gotta call a plumber, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not going to go and, and check the pipes. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Are you and googling it? it? I mean, are you googling? I'm, googling, this I'm gonna try. I called a plumber, and they're like, "Well, it's 150 dollars for us to come out there." Yeah, it is. That just is. pisses me off to I no know. end. I've had to do that too. Oh, yeah. I not for that same reason, but anytime a plumber has to assess something, mm-hmm. what, whether it's that or just you know, well here, yeah, they're hundred fifty dollars, yeah. and then you know, then they'll give you, oh, here's a you know four thousand dollars, and um, mm-hmm. good luck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. so that that's so what I got to do this weekend. Oh boy, you I usually have fun weekends. This one isn't going to be too fun. I, I I've had some fun weekends, but honestly, the last few months it's been tough because there's always something to do. When you own a house, it's completely different than HOA. Renting. And that between rant? the HOA <laughs> and everything else, it's just like my problems. I kind of just want to go back to renting. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. I kind of do. Mm-hmm. You kind of do. I kind of do. I. I don't blame you. I, you know, I feel like I remember the days that any time we had any problem, any problem from a a roof leak to Mm -hmm. anything, it was the landlord's problem. And we didn't have to fork up any money. Yeah. Yeah. And I put, they raised the rent. (laughs) I've been starting to put a lot of money into the house and I'm starting to, yeah, because we don't, we don't have a lot of extra cash laying around. It's just like, man, I don't know about this. Mm. It's a good investment. It is. Think of that. It is. And we're happy with that. But, um, and we're not, you guys are, you know, where you're living, mm-hmm. it's just going up and up and up. Yeah. yeah. Because Adulting that value, is hard. It is hard. Mm-hmm. It, is it is hard. hard. Life coach Lori, what's your life tip of the day? Is there something that you can help me out? Talk oh, me him. off the talk me off the ledge help here a little him. bit. Okay. Talk so, me off the homeownership <laughs> ledge. DIY. YouTube. Okay. So I want you know, I always say listen without and don't think about what you're gonna say next, right? I always say just listen. But this time I want you both, and I, I didn't want to plan ahead. I want you both to listen and think about what you're going to say next. So there is this awesome activity that I do with my coaching groups. And I think it originated with NPR and it's called I Come From. Have you heard of this? Uh-uh. So my coaching group, I'm going to tell you not their name, but we came up with this. So I Come From. So I Come From Wine Tasting and Wise Women to Crocheting and Basketball Mama. I come from learning to fly, sign language, secret words, 45s on a stereo, Sprite in the woods, dirty shorts in red clay mud, two-mile hike from the bus stop. I come from lacy socks, swimming in the deep end, pretending to be a mermaid, baptizing cousins in the shallow end. I come from, I was so fortunate to grow up on the beach, seashells and agates, forts on the beach, hour-long bus rides, heartbreak and triumph. 10 times over. That's awesome. <laughs> so where do you come from? What comes to your mind when you just... I come from trailer park trash and river rats. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to think about it more. I know. <laughs> no, but the whole point is you don't think about it. Oh. You come from football. You come I come from... from I come from a place of love, hugs, eating lots of spaghetti on Sundays, and sports everywhere. Mm-hmm. But when I think back, I, I come from love, food. Our family was about love, food, and sports. He is Those Italian. three things. Awesome. How'd that feel when you said that? Trailer park trash, too. We had a little trailer trash. And we had the <laughs> river rats by us, too. So I love it. 
Okay, Anna. She hates to Chew be put the on the spot. Chew the Dilly Got a pretty mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, Anna. Oh, you hate to home? be put on the spot. No, it's okay. I'm full. I'm so medicated right now, so anything goes. I got to go on the radio now, so you guys wrap oh, this up. okay. Oh, you do have to. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're not going to know where Anna comes from. Oh, no, that's okay. He can listen back to this <laughs> fabulous podcast. <laughs> and Knowing Anna the way I do, she comes from parts unknown. No, 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 no. Okay, Trailer Anna. Park trash and river rats. Whoa. <laughs> um, okay, let me see. I come from. I think of your arch that you always talk about. I, I come. Well, I'm gonna go a different route okay. right now because it's not even deep. It's coming from just this week. Is that um, I come from um, uh, germ infested gym. <laughs> <laughs> a flu shot that didn't work oh. and now I am I have the cold. No, oh, see. A severe severe cold that I think might turn into a flu. No, actually I I reached the peak yesterday, so I'm mm. much better. But uh, I know that wasn't very deep, but that's where I'm at. That's where you're at that's right now. That's where I'm at. But here's the thing, this is something that you can do over and over. So my group, my coaching group, I had them do it and they came up with that all that awesome stuff. And then they've been doing it with their husbands. Neat. And and it's been so bonding. And so the, in the morning when they're having their coffee, they're like, they just start, I come from. And just things out of their life. Because if you think, we have this whole life of where we came from. Yeah. And so and it might be fun to do with your kids. I do that. I come from. It's a I great conference. Pull them away from the video games. I come from video games. I come <laughs> from Fortnite. <laughs> and Roblox. Well, this is Listen and Learn. Or not. Bye.